Thanks so much for joining us for our first week of Mike and the Mic. I'm going to be sitting down with Catherine Holscheiser, an old friend who I met about three years back when she was at the beginning of her wedding photography journey. Fast forward to today and she has 36 weddings booked this year and six contractors operating under her business name. How'd she do it so fast? I guess you'll have to listen to find out. Bro, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. You sound busy. Yes. <laughs> Works busy? It's fine. Yeah, it's good. I think like May is like the the heat of like the busy season. So yeah. just like jumping straight into it. I feel that. But so, you guys so, look busy too. So, so Bro, fun. this month is a a busy one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, we um we had a really like bad February, I think it was. Oh, no. Like February was not great. I think I mean we like paid we made like we can live. But um it yeah. was like yeah, <laughs> it was just a lot left. So our we had a really good month in November. Um okay. uh and then December we got married. Yeah. And then like a lot of our contracts were up in January and like some people stayed a month and some oh, people didn't. Oh yeah. And yeah, and then February was just like, oh god damn, like what's going yeah. on kind of a thing. So but yeah, yeah. no, everything's picked back up now. So it's yeah. an up and down train. I know. I feel like that's how small business is. You're like, some months you're like, okay, I got this. And then some months you're like, yeah. oh, shoot. Like, yeah, some months you're like, man, if I can do this every month, I'll be, yeah. uh, I'll be really yeah. good. And some months you're like, uh, should I get a job now? Like, right. It's that fine. Is the, so literally, literally, so we signed um, we signed three clients this month, right? Which nice. is like a decent a decent amount because it's, you know, re- and we had a we had a client that was on a four month contract that we signed for six more months. So nice. and they were on they're on like a larger retainer. So it was like it was great. Okay. So it was it was a good month. And then um, but literally like before this, Cassie was like, ah, maybe I should like look into this. So she applied for like three jobs, one being okay. like the director of marketing for yeah. uh, the the lightning. So, <laughs> oh dang! Okay. Yeah, but then she got. Then we got the clients, and she's like, "Man, forget it. I'm not gonna do yeah. it." So. That's so, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I had a, a like a month where I was like, maybe I'll just like pick up shifts at like a coffee shop somewhere, right? <laughs> just because I needed to make more income, but it worked out well. Just like figuring out. That's like, I feel like in those times, that's when you're like, all right, I have to move. Like, I have to figure out a way to make money and be mm-hmm. more creative. And it's like the times that sometimes you flourish the most. Right. But it's because you're scrambling as well. You're like, I have a, I need to like pay some bills or something yeah. like that. So, <laughs> yeah. It's have so you, funny. okay. So, what I wanted to talk about is like entrepreneurs and this, that, and the third. So, we're already on topic. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then just kind of, I, I feel like no one talks about real numbers and I'm I'm not one to like throw out real numbers either. Um yeah. I like throw out like round numbers, but I feel like that's like better than like what a lot of people are like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm I'm on Instagram and I, I quit my job and I'm doing this and it's like yeah. like are you living or are your parents supporting you know what I mean? Like there's always like questions yeah. as far as like I feel like like kind of like entrepreneurship goes. Yeah. So I was just gonna ask you like how you I know how you started, but like how you started. That's um, good. And then um, when when you quit your job and, like, what you did, you know, to get there kind of a thing. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good to me. Go ahead. Pop it up. How'd you start, Kat? How'd you get into photography? Well, tell everybody what you do. Oh, okay. Um, I am a wedding photographer based out of Pennsylvania. Um, I do mostly couple shoots and then a few brand shoots as well. Um, it's kind of my background. 
Um, and then we also added videography onto our team. I don't personally do the videography. I just contract people out. Um, but that's a huge part of our business now. How many, um, how many employees are like, do you call them employees or how does that work? Well, it's, I guess it would have to be contractors, just the okay. way that Pennsylvania runs. Um, so it just depends. We have one main videographer, um, that I hire. And then if he's not available, we have like a backup videographer, if that makes sense. Who's just as good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's actually the second shooter most of the times with our main videographer. So, um, on Friday we had our first like combined photography and videography wedding. Um, mm. and there was six people on our team. So that's a lot. <laughs> so but that's oh, what wow. they booked us for. And it worked out really well. Obviously there wasn't six people there all at once at the beginning, but then progressively as we went on to the day, what it just they, became, what are the six positions? So, um, I, so videography definitely like they right. love having three shooters. Um, it just makes it a lot easier on That's them. Wild. Yeah. Um, it was really easy for me to do photography as well, just because I wasn't um, as worried about catching all moments because I had two other um, shooters. So that was honestly like it was really easy. It was a breeze for me because then I wasn't like so focused um, on the photos rather I was able to like focus on my couple more and everything else that was happening and the right. you know stuff like that so um we have like a second and then a third photographer and obviously like there's not like the ranking there's no actual ranking to it but it just helpful to bring them in um but yeah it went really well my third okay. photographer brought us coffee <laughs> it was a so good time like one main shooter two second shooters and one main videographer and two second videographers Is yeah that how it works? yeah Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's all under Tales and Tree Photography. It is. Yeah. You have scaled that sucker. Yeah. It went so well, too. So smoothly. I'm so thankful. Like, we had compliments from, like, the venue and the venue coordinator. So that was really mm-hmm. awesome to see. But it really, like, you just have to pick the right people and it's going to go really well. Right. How many weddings do you have this year? I have 30 um, plus associate shooter weddings. So that's like other head shooters as well. So I think it's like 36 in total. That's all year or that's how many you have left? That's all year. That's a wild amount. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It was a bit, I'm I'm looking looking at my calendar now. Like, yes, it's obviously awesome. And that um, is just like such a blessing, but also... Um, I kind of was just a little bit mad at myself because I'm going to be so busy and uh-huh. I, it's fine, but <laughs> we'll make it work. So I'm really just like working on, um, producing like the content really fast. So like sure. editing really fast, um, trying to get all the weddings done, like the week after, um, they're shot if I can, cause I enjoy editing. So mm-hmm. kind of do that fast, but yeah. I know some of the turnarounds are like six weeks. Yeah. Not for, like for, you know, the regular, regular photographer. Yeah. We always save six weeks, and then I always try to go above and beyond. So if I can send them in that week, that's awesome. Yeah. And obviously, like, anyone would be excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I think ours told us six weeks, and we got it back in three. So it's kind of like a nice – yeah, it's a nice surprise. Three's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. No, it's not bad at all. And then if you get, like, sneak peeks or anything like that, too, it's great. Yeah, the sneak peeks are om- – I remember I told Cassie, I think she was, like, a little bit, like, not annoyed, but, like, I could have just done with the sneak peeks. Like, the sneak peeks are like, you know, like, you pick yeah. out, like, the 80 best photos anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to post, like, 150 photos. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's just to look back on the night, but 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just like down. the family photos and things like that you don't normally include. Right. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's never like a big deal to me. But yeah. how long? Okay, so when you started, when did you start? When did you, I know you second shot after, uh, behind somebody for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. For like a year? Yeah. So I started, um, it'll be, it was six years in April. I started second shooting. Um, actually, my senior photographer asked me to start second shooting for her. Um, her name is Laura Patrick Photography. She's really awesome. Um, and she, this is like when Instagram wasn't really like a thing to, <laughs> I, like it wasn't like pretty or anything like that. Like it is now. And I when was this? photos, um, the beginning of 2015 okay yeah so six years ago i remember the time yeah yeah so it just like <laughs> squares you put like the sepia um, filter on it sure. and i would just take photos of like my food or flowers and things like that um and i guess it was cohesive enough and like pretty enough that she noticed and was like catherine has something in her that can be nurtured and like some type of like photography skill in her and I guess she just didn't know what it was but um she asked me to come along with her um and we went to Rehoboth Beach and I shot my first wedding in auto mode which is just basically like the camera does it for you instead of manual mode um and yeah it was a good time I was a little 18 year old and terrified (laughs) of like messing up because I respected her so much it was really cool Mm -hmm. to see that so um, that's how I started. I had no interest in like getting in wedding photography whatsoever. I just really my I was starting to go to college for like communications and public relations. So that was really what I wanted to do was get into event planning, um, which like it's just kind of cool to see that um, turn into like I now know how to help with weddings and like run weddings and things right. like that. And that's really helpful on my business side. Um, Did you yeah, get the degree? I didn't. No, I dropped out of college. So had a girl. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I feel like that's like a classic small business owner story. Is like you drop out and then you like do what you love. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, so Cassie. Cassie's got a degree in like PR. And, yeah. Um. I. You know. I was. I think I've told you this before. I was at school for like literally three weeks, and I was like, yeah, yeah. forget this. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's funny though because she always says like if anyone tells if anyone who like wants to mentor under me or if anyone wants to learn anything from me and they talk about college like the first thing i'm gonna tell them is don't go yeah yeah it's just kind of a yeah it's tough right now man yeah exactly there's just so much i mean at the time like 2015 there wasn't a lot of content out there for photographers or anyone that really wanted to get into the industry or if you want to get in the marketing industry like even the marketing industry is Mm -hmm. like you don't necessarily need to go to school for which cassie might say otherwise but like, no, nah, she would agree really... with you. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I just didn't. That's why I ended up dropping out because um, I just felt like I could do it myself and didn't really need the background of that. And YouTube is a great thing now. So, and like Skillshare and things like that. So, what? yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really helpful. Um, but yeah, so I went to college um, just like second shot for some money on the side. Um, wasn't really into it. Um, the wedding scene really scared me. I've like, encountered like some bridezillas and things like that and wasn't really about that um and then my friend um from camp actually asked me to shoot her wedding um it was like a backyard wedding and they paid like five hundred dollars shane um, yes shane yeah oh yeah you've met her right uh i know her husband i haven't met yes her. you know dp yeah i know okay. Dana paul yes sir um yes, i remember girl. when i when i met you though you told me you shot the wedding i remember yes yeah that makes sense um and that's just kind of like 
how I started getting into it. Um, I still wasn't sure how to like work my way into it. So that's basically like when I started my Instagram was just like posting photos. Mm-hmm. And then I am um, the college I went to is a small Christian college. So um, there's a lot of people that like come out of college and get married. So um, I kind of had a connection there. So that's kind of yeah. all started, which was great. It was wonderful. Um, so I started like just like put together some packages really fast. They weren't that expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, just like started shooting weddings. So <laughs> right. have um, you heard of have you heard of Southeastern? I think so. Yeah, it's in Lakeland, Florida, but like they do a lot of partnerships with a lot of different like uh, big churches. Okay. So like they can kind of take their classes online and then the yeah. pastor gets some sort of accredited so they can be like oh, a nice. teacher, like, quote unquote. Yeah. Well, Southeastern and Lake. So I, I knew a girl that kind of did the same thing what you were just talking about she kind of yeah. it's an expensive school it's like thirty thousand dollars a year okay. forty thousand dollars a year yeah but she kind of um like people were coming out of southeastern like engaged like ready to get married and she yeah. just pin like yeah pin hold yeah all of them bro and i kid you not she made like one hundred twenty thousand dollars like that's how you in the first it. year bro she <laughs> killed it and her that's her awesome. prices were not cheap either i mean okay. was, you know i mean i don't even know what cheaper not cheap is now anymore, yeah but that's true yeah, she was killing it, man. The same love exact it. thing that you're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. way to go. We love it. <laughs> Got to get those married Christians, you know? Yeah, exactly. With the money. It, it really works out. And then if you aren't, like, if you're in a reasonable price range, they're going to pay for it. Um, so it's really, like, interesting to see that. And then now here we are. I'm full time. Mm-hmm. I, like, quit my job last year. It's been a year, which is crazy. A year this week, actually. Atta girl. Yeah. Congrats. Actually, tomorrow which is nuts um <laughs> so it's really exciting to like see it blossom and now where you like have a full-blown business so mm-hmm. yeah. how how was first year being completely self-employed um, give, give me like three sentences describe it so at first it was a little rocky because okay. of covid right unsure um the middle part was just like figuring out everything and saying okay you got this and now i just like we were just like moving up up the well, the ladder i guess that's the word mm-hmm. now we're here so yeah that wasn't really three sentences sorry but no bro sentences. i was just i was just i don't know i was just curious <laughs> to see what you'd say yeah no it's funny it's like you know if you put the back you know put your back against the wall kind of a thing do yeah. you know do you know who mark phillips is i don't okay he's like a comedian on instagram he's kind of a okay. niche comedian he makes fun of like a lot of basketball players and rappers gotcha. and stuff he like does little oh, skits okay. And he's he's from Texas. Well, he was just on a podcast. I, I caught like a part of it. And he talked about how like he knew himself well enough to where like he said he bought a house in Texas and Dallas and um the mortgage was over like 10 grand a month, like a crazy, hey. right? Ridiculous, absolutely insane mortgage. And he was like, I knew if I got the house that I would make myself find the 10 grand a month to pay for yeah. it. Kind sense. of a thing, no, it, yeah. and it kind of in like right, like we look at it, we're like, oh, like that's a idiot. lot of money, like, though. That no, it's a ton of money, bro. It's an insane amount of money. But like, I I totally understand his um logic. Like, I yeah. get it because when you do put your you know your back against the wall, it's like all right, it's kind of sink or swim. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think it. Yeah, fight or flight, everything like that. Yeah. But that's. I mean, it is it's it's kind of it's exhilarating so i i totally i get it are you Um, into do you think you're more of like 
an entrepreneur or do you think you're more like an artist like a photographer more of a purist in that sense oh that's a great question I've been actually thinking about that recently because I had a conversation with someone um about like when you're an entrepreneur you're always looking to add on like either revenue or um like make passive income or something like that and then as a photographer like you really take pride in your craft and I honestly think I'm a mix of both like I don't think I'm like a purist in either side um I think I'm definitely a visionary and that's um, really helpful in my business, but also like I love photography and I love the art of it. Mm -hmm. And it's always like, there's always something new coming to my brain about like, Oh, I could do this like next time or something like that. Right. Um, But yeah, I think I'm a mix of both, which is really good. um, Cause I think sometimes you go either way and you forget like the character and like what is behind your business, but then also, um, like how to work well with your clients and things like that. If you're like too entrepreneurial minded, like um, just like being so focused that you forget about other people, but then also like you can also be too focused on your craft um, and then also forget about other people as well because you might not get the right shot and then get upset about it or something. Right. Yeah. I honestly, I, uh, I didn't think there was that much of a difference until recently. Yeah. Like I, I, I've been messing around with like these, we, we have two dogs, so I've been messing around with like yeah. these dog trainers and there's one guy that I know that is an entrepreneur. Like <laughs> I don't, I kind of know him. I don't know him that well. He's yeah. an entrepreneur. He like, it's just a, it's one of his incomes. Like it's one of four, you know what I mean? Like he dog, it's yeah. something he learned. Yeah. He likes dogs. He trains dogs. It's not this yeah. other guy that I, I kind of know a little bit better or a lot better actually. He is a purist. It is what he like lives and breathes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't want to make money doing other things. He yeah. does. He's not interested in uh, like other streams of income. Like this is mm-hmm. what I do. I'm gonna make the most money out of this, and this is what I focused on. And it like makes you like kind of question yourself. Like, yeah. oh shoot. <laughs> like, like <laughs> no, I feel. I, I think yeah. You see other examples of other people in each like sense, and then you're like okay do I act like that or do I think like that um and if I do like what is it that I like about them and what is it about them that I don't like and like the way that they run their company not necessarily they them themselves but like the way that they are like thinking and then right um like how do I apply that to my business as well yeah well like I know like like the Mark Cubans are like you know yeah. the entrepreneur and yeah. then you got Trust like me. your right you got your Zuckerbergs who are like like, yeah, he's an IT mind like through and through. Like mm-hmm. I actually think like I've heard Zuckerberg, Z- yeah, Mark Zuckerberg talk and whatnot, <laughs> and the dude like cannot speak. Like I would not want to work really? for him because I think it would have just a- no, bro. He does not speak well. But he's so smart. But he's so smart, right? He's a purist. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. he's so good at like the uh, technology side of everything. So yeah, yeah. That's where you bring in other people that you know, like do you work like for him he probably started facebook and then he realized that he probably needed other people to come in and talk for his company oh for so sure hired, like, his pr team and things like right that. and that's like the best way to do it it is the best way to do it. that's what i need to do we, we that's i still can't see a lot. the thing like the thing that scares me about scaling businesses is yeah. like just the like especially if you're up and coming is the uh like just the monthly like the roll call like the money you know what yeah. i mean like no, I like that November to February, like what I was talking about earlier, is like, yeah. oh yeah, we had a great, we had a great November, and it's like February, and if I have like so and so on payroll, I'm not gonna, yeah. like, it's gonna break my heart if I gotta be like, yo, it's a tight, you know, tight this month kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. That's like freaky too, is money. 
and being I think the other thing that I have recognized is that I don't know like how much of our generation was like taught about money Mm -hmm. um I was talking to someone recently about how nice it would have been in school to like sit down and be like okay like this is you do your taxes and this is how you budget and like obviously like dave ramsey everybody likes dave ramsey but like you're also <laughs> paying to listen to dave ramsey do you know what i mean or like a financial planner or something right. like that so uh just like how to manage it well is really interesting and that's like an interesting part of um like running a business not obviously some people are really in tune with uh-huh. but like my brain does not work the way that an accountant's brain works right something like that i just need you to tell me what to spend and what not to spend and that's great with me like <laughs> right did you were you did you go to public school i did yeah yeah i went to public school too in high school i know in our high school in florida um we had like an economics class and oh, interesting. i did y'all not t- y'all didn't have an economics class uh we might have but it's so probably I've, not mandatory i've talked you know, that was what i was about to say it wasn't mandatory like it wasn't a credit you needed to graduate yeah and even and i didn't even take the class but um our coach taught it so i'd be in there like goofing off and stuff and yeah. it was my favorite class but even in that one it should have been mandatory and two, like they don't like you were just saying like they don't go over taxes they just kind of go over like they go over like a little bit of the stock market yeah. and how like how america's like you know uh uh economy kind of flows yeah and whatnot and i mean i enjoyed yeah. it immensely but it, yeah i mean i don't know maybe maybe a quarter of the you know the high school that i went to got to take the class yeah so Were you in trades or something like that yeah we, i went to a technical high school yeah okay that's what i thought so you kind of yeah like so you got to get more. you got to get like a trade when you got out of school okay. it was pretty cool but it was a public school yeah that makes sense interesting yeah i think if you think about it like right now there's so many young creatives that are coming out um of like public schools and they're not going to college or they're like they recognize that they can make money in a different way than like generations before have but we're not taught how to use that money like (laughs) i look at like people i don't know like there's a famous tiktokers who don't really know like how they get money (laughs) i'm just like what what how do you do that and like how are they managing their money and things like that so yeah, no, yeah it's, really it is wild yeah do um, you do you think the like success like the 36 weddings this year is a because of like the rescheduling that happened last year or do you think it like would have been bomb regardless so i actually only had two reschedules from last okay. year move into this year so everything else is um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anyone that like their photographer couldn't do their date i don't think so um but yeah we i think that it would have just been normal otherwise so so why why did it pop off this year you think like 2021 i think last year i think going full-time you have the opportunity to really invest in like your craft and your business um Mm -hmm. i'm not being like i'm not staying up late um working on like editing and things like that and not totally putting like my heart and soul into my business um I think it was pretty evident last year last year I also had a lot of weddings so I think that really um helped bring awareness to my business that makes how many did you have in 2020 um I think I'm 18 so it wasn't like like it's not that astronomical of a well astronomical that's (laughs) (laughs) what um (laughs) of a difference um but yeah that's really cool we also um adding on head shooters was a huge deal because if you think about it 
um, people are still rescheduling this year, just depending on where you live and being able right. to have um, head shooters that are able to take on those weddings, even if it's like a wedding that I originally was booked for. And then I can say, hey, like there's still I can't do the seat, but I have someone for my team who's going to provide you the same experience that's going to provide. I'm going to still edit it for you. Everything like that um, is really helpful and that you're already if people already trust me, they're going to trust my team. So um, I think. I mean, Instagram really helps me. <laughs> I really didn't do a ton of outside, like, marketing or advertising or anything like that. I was on the knot for a little bit and then jumped off of that just because it was really expensive. I was going to say their fees are high. Yeah, and I didn't really feel like I was pulling in, like, enough, um, like, clients from that to be able to justify paying for it. So <laughs> right. I just, like, stopped paying for it and just, like, took myself off the site. So. Yeah, I think that overall it would have just been like hard work that um, and then word of mouth as well. That really helped my business grow this year. That's awesome. When you did you work uh, like a full time? Well, I guess you were doing photography on the side. But when you worked when you're doing photography on the side and you were working a regular job. Yeah. Um, are you set? I'm not asking how much money you're making, but are you set to make more money um, working for yourself this year? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> Which um, is awesome, and I didn't, I mean, that wasn't my goal. It was obviously, like, it's nice to be able to sustain myself by myself, um, mm-hmm. but that wasn't my goal was to make more money, but it's really awesome to see that uh, my booking site, like, tracks how much I'll be making, even, like, when I am paying other people, so, and doing all the extra stuff, so it's really awesome to see that. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I know when I, um when... Let me see. I quit my job in November of 2019. And before the last job I had, I was doing like construction management. Yeah. And I was making like, I think it was like $55,000 a year. And then plus they gave us like quarterly bonuses. Yeah. And, and that was the most money I'd ever made in my life. And I was, you know, 21, 22, mm-hmm. something like that. And um, the first eight months after I quit my job, I made like no money. Like it was, mm. I made no money, bro. Yeah. I was like, I may have made like eight grand in eight months, kind of a thing. Like oh made six grand in eight months, you know what I mean? But like, I had been working and I'd been saving. So, like, I already like anticipated that, but I wanted yeah. to be available, like what yeah. you were saying earlier, yeah. like have that time ready to Absolutely. put towards work. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, you know, I had the the money in the back. Like I wasn't, I was already anticipating it, so it didn't like take me by surprise. So I just yeah, kind of like good. stayed the course. And then when Cassie and I, Cassie helped me a lot because that's when Cassie, awesome. yeah, when Cassie and I started like partnering, uh, my business like started going up a lot, and hers yeah. and I started diversifying, and then everything else. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I think I quit in the middle of COVID, so May of twenty twenty. Uh-huh. Um, and was not expecting well here's the thing so with my business like with weddings I always have people pay me three months out so that they're like locked in uh, they pay the full so they pay yeah. the full three months out yeah wow good for you yeah so some photographers do like six months even it just depends uh, but a lot of my weddings are pretty fast like they get engaged fast, mm-hmm. me fast and then they get married mm-hmm. fast so I have to be careful about like not doing like six months out sometimes um but obviously like you're still paying i'm paying for apartment i'm paying for my own food i have a car loan 
um just like extra equipment making sure like there's just like random stuff that comes your way like my tires like are literally paying for tires like this week <laughs> uh they're so expensive and i have a one beef with it is like the tires are not that good but anyways like you just don't know and I think as an adult, like, I wasn't really, I just, like, kind of threw myself into, um, like, living by myself and, like, working for myself and didn't really know what to expect, like, money-wise. And, yeah, I was, like, eating, like, rice and beans for a hot second there because <laughs> yeah. this is this thing to do um, to make sure, like, I was able to sustain myself. Um, but now it's been really cool to see, like, the opposite way of that and, like, see how far I've come and be thankful for that and also, like, be humbled in that as well and not like get a big hit head because i think that's really easy to do oh yeah for sure for <laughs> sure i was literally the other this was probably like last week i was calculating like i was like man if we keep this up cast like we can get you a tesla next year you know what i mean <laughs> like it's yeah. just and then you think about it it's like man we really don't need a tesla like yeah, the, the exactly. prius is working fine you know yeah exactly <laughs> i know i'm really trying to um budget well and not right away because obviously like the future like it just it, I mean you can tell like like from last year like the future is unknown but also yeah. um there's like a lot of people like the millionaires out there like are didn't spend money <laughs> so unless they needed to and just right. like, recognizing that not that I need to be a millionaire but um just seeing like their habits and the way that they spend their money um was really helpful is there is there would you diversify like is there another industry you'd get into um probably interior design (laughs) yeah that's something i didn't realize i had a passion for and then or like house flipping and things like that um but that's really cool um i've had some people ask like if i ever would do that for them so marketing obviously like i had i had i like volunteer for my camp and i'm their social media marketing person but um I don't know. It's kind of hard to like say, but probably interior design. Yeah. Do you think you'll do it like anytime soon, or do you think it's like a eh, like if it happens, it happens kind of thing? I am trying. I'm trying to figure out how to break into that market. That's like a market that's kind of unknown of how to break into. So I need to. Yeah. To well, I mean, it. I guess you're busy enough with thirty yeah. six weddings. So. Yeah. Next year might be the year, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Just because I'm like uh, giving more weddings to other people but still making money so i'll have Mm -hmm. time probably to to do that so that's really how how many referrals do you think you give out um like for my head shooters or for other yeah let's say others yeah so probably not as much anymore just because we can so you have the head shooters right we have the head shooters I think before I was turning away a lot of people, there's a lot of like, a lot of people are getting married in like May or October. So there was a lot of people that I had to send away, which mm-hmm. is a bummer. Um, and that's why we ended up bringing on other people just so we can make more money and just help like serve people because people were really bummed about it. So, right. Um, this is a great question. Like, I don't really know. <laughs> I guess I could look. No, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I was just thinking about it yeah so the the head shooter like how does so was the point of the head shooter is if you needed more people at one wedding obviously right they're like oh i went through photographers so i'm gonna pay for that or if you had two weddings like on the same day is that kind of the thing yeah 
So basically the idea, especially last year, was in case someone rescheduled and I ended up having a wedding on the day, we could still have someone from our team take that on. But now it's also, there's more and more people that want my brand and want um, my company to um, a wedding. So, and they're more than willing to um, book us. I just had someone book us like the other day, like in less than one day, because they just said, we like your work. So we're willing to work with anyone from your team. Um, and that's really awesome. Like that speaks volumes of that. So, <laughs> which is really awesome. And I wasn't sure if people would grab onto that, but we've just had really awesome um, associate shooters. And I'm really picky about who I choose and who I choose to represent my brand because obviously like a wedding day, like you can only capture once um, and I want them to like serve them the best way possible. So I do like a whole interview <laughs> process which I never thought I would do in my life um, sure. but yeah it works out really well because I was able to pick like who I wanted to work with um, and then also some sometimes they second shoot for me so that's awesome because then they get to see how I work um, and then just hang out with me and see like how I work with my couples as well and how I serve my couples and like the other vendors so yeah it was really helpful to see that like flourish and grow yeah, no, that's all. How does like so if you have two on the same day, obviously you're gonna like you shoot one, right? Yes. You're gonna get the money from that. And then if they shoot another one, do they get like X amount of percent and then you take a percent? Is that how it works for so being I like the tails and trees? Per hour, basically. Okay. Um so I pay them a hundred dollars per hour. Um, which is like pretty normal for associate shooters because I associate mm-hmm. shoot for other companies as well, and that's what I was paid. Um, and then I just take the rest, obviously like not completely take the rest out oh, and they have a second shooter as well. So I'll pay their second as well. Um, and sometimes that comes from me or sometimes that comes from like them, like saying, Hey, I worked with a second shooter and they're really good. So, um, could I work with them? And then I'll just like send them a contract and then, um, they'll, I'll pay them. So that's, yeah. Dope. Do you, yeah. when you, when you know there's going to be like two different people, do you just give them the bride and like the, they deal with the bride or are you dealing with the bride up until like it's shoot time? Like up until it's like, okay, and now this is, now Susie Mae is going to shoot your, you know what I mean? Like shoot yeah. your wedding. So it just depends on the person. Um, some people are really busy and I don't want necessarily to make them feel like they're overloaded or anything like that. Um, so some associate shooters, I do um, the work. So this, the booking system I have, you can add them in and they can, like, see all the emails and things like that going on. So if they want to um, join in and ask, they can. Um, but And then some some of my associate tutors want to do all the, like, work. So it just depends. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. It's very helpful. That, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it helps. Like, we... It's so, I don't know. It's just so, it's funny because I'm looking at, I'm thinking about everything like you're saying and then I'm thinking about like stuff like we have going on and I, like there's there's definitely weeks and days where it's like, oh gosh, like if we just had like an intern that we could just yeah. throw like this little like, yeah. you know, clip these little things, you know, these time, tedious time consuming things yeah. and there's other days and it's like, man, if we had an intern, like they'd be annoying the crap out of me right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no, but I totally, I see the benefit in it. Like totally, I get it. Yeah. I think that eventually I'll probably hire either like a virtual assistant or like a PA, but like just part-time for now. I, I think, I think I saw you post about that. I was going to ask you about that too. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Um, too busy. Oh my gosh. I just like, I am very administrative minded, but it's become to the point where um, 
it's like overwhelming the amount of emails I get and the amount of just like random things I need to do and it would just be nice to have someone that's like out like that could do that because then that takes more like it just is less things to do on my plate so that right. was super helpful um and like outsourcing is really helpful so so like when you have like people go on your website right they hear about you they go on your website and they fill out like what like a questionnaire or something yeah i have a contact form that they fill out a contact um, form how yeah. many contact forms do you get like a yearly like okay how many what's your like closing percentage do you think like first people percentage? that reach out to you and people that sign with you yeah uh because I, I feel like you have a wedding like all the time yeah i have it on my let me look it up and see reports um it says 187 percent success rate which is i don't know if that's helpful but uh, how do you get over 100 percent success rate i would think of everybody uh, that's what I'm looking at right yeah now. <laughs> i'm trying to figure that out <laughs> I'm like, uh, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds great, though. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to see. Um, what does this mean? This is why I don't work with numbers. Somebody else says the numbers. So. But you signed um, a decent amount. That's that's what. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's, that's what so funny. What does 187 percent mean? <laughs> it's not normal. What? Uh, <laughs> Maybe profits and loss. Uh, nope, that's not helpful at all. So give oh me. Oh my gosh. You're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> <laughs> give me the. Um, I'm gonna ask you the real basic question. Give me the. Give me the piece of advice you wish you'd had when you started. Oh shoot! Just one. Yeah, give me the one, the big piece. Hmm. Um, oh my gosh, I have to think of like the biggest one, probably like people will give you advice, but you don't always have to take that advice. Oh, I feel that. Yeah. So you don't have to please any, everyone. Like you don't have to take every single opportunity that's thrown your way, especially like in my position, but also there's opportunities that I was given that I didn't need to take and I took them anyways and I kind of regretted them. That is, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, I, I keep saying this, but it's really, like, interesting just looking at, like, because I totally agree. I mean, when Cassie and I first started, like, Cassie wanted to sign every client and I was down. When you first start, you yeah. have to, right? You need the clientele. You need the cash flow. Yeah. And then after stuff started happening, Cassie's like, yeah, let's let's get them. And I was like, oh like this guy's kind of an ass you know what i mean like do yeah. we really <laughs> is yeah. he really worth like you know the 800 or the 1200 dollars that we're gonna yeah. pay monthly to talk to him every week because he's like literally a headache you know what i mean yeah and uh no i totally get like the the like vetting your opportunity kind of a thing like just figuring yeah. out like what is worth your time and what isn't or your sanity yeah exactly um yeah i took this is really I like for example I took on a political rally to photograph which is totally fine it was really small it was like in a little small town um but I felt like they weren't like happy with the photos and I think that's because I literally did not know what to do like I'm 
I like did not grow up in a very like political family or anything uh-huh. like that. So I was like, what have I done to myself? And then like realizing like, oh, I'm like photographing for like probably like I don't agree with all of their stances. Like, is this weird? Like my name's gonna be near this, things like that. Um but it was just really funny. I mean, it was a good experience. Like, I can say that I did it once. And then, uh, like, if anyone ever asked me, I'm like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just really funny to, like, see. Like, that's, like, the biggest thing that pops in my mind. You also always have, like, these, um, like, collaborations come in where you think to yourself, like, did they read, like, my website? And, like, did they see, like, what I'm doing? Like, I don't, I'm not, like, a fitness, like, guru like yeah i run but like that's about it (laughs) i don't need your supplements like nothing like that i just do what my friends or trainers tell me and that's it like like, it's just funny to me it cracks me up things like that you get the people that um like they give you the advice and it's like not really advice though it's like the like you need to take it yeah i get that too i totally understand that exactly like yeah, I mean, it's nice that you're thinking about me, and um, that's totally okay, but also, like, I'm going to, like, have to think about this, and I'm not gonna, if I don't, if it, I don't, like, do that, it doesn't mean that I don't respect you, it mm. means, like, oh, maybe, like, there's something outside of my, like, that you didn't know, or, um, like, maybe I'm just gonna do it differently, because I just see a different way to do it, and everybody's different, too, like, everybody's, like, their minds work different, um, the way that they run their businesses work different, like, obviously, like, you want to do it legally, but in the other senses, like, you don't necessarily need to run it like everyone else does, um, and that's, like, the biggest thing that I've learned is to, like, be, like, that's what draws people to you, is, um, seeing the difference in your business, and, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to take every advice that someone gives you yeah i mean when i quit my job i don't remember anybody really being happy about it except for Cass. except for yeah Cass was my (laughs) girlfriend at the time she was the only one who was like yeah do it like whatever (laughs) i was living with my brother my brother was like not happy he was like mike you better be able to make rent like kind of a thing and i'm like all right and my mom was like oh like you're doing it again kind of a thing but it's worked out so (laughs) that's funny my I had always talked about quitting and my dad was always just like no no Catherine no and then the time that I said hey I think I'm gonna quit he, like the last time last year he said yeah do it so that's when I knew <laughs> yeah that's he knows, awesome he yeah. knows me so well I think like the biggest thing people like when you drop out of school like dropping out obviously has like a bad connotation and someone told me like not to say that they're like Kevin you like it's not a bad connotation that you dropped out like you need to find out find a better word to say or something like that um but yeah I mean there there's people I know that weren't excited about it and they asked me like when are you going back to school are you ever going to go back to school and I said uh, no <laughs> right so <laughs> yeah I got a lot of flack for that too because like I had a scholarship and someone literally called me like an idiot they're like you walked away from a free college education and i was like yeah bro but like you got to invest four years you know yeah <laughs> like exactly. i'm not gonna get the four years yeah. back like yeah it would have been I, it really wasn't free like i was putting my body on the line like playing sports so like i was putting the time in. i was paying for it i just wasn't paying for it in a traditional sense yeah um but yeah man now i i think it's weird because I, I actually just read somewhere that like the college admissions, um, like the num the admissions numbers are going down. Meaning meaning like they're accepting less people. Yeah. And I don't know if 
generally they accept less people when um applications go up right okay. so there's more competition yeah i don't know if that's the case because i feel like the more people i meet more people are like yeah i didn't go to college and yeah like college sucks kind of a thing like i feel like that's become yeah. more of a, a universal you know understanding yeah um and it was they my dad told me it was kind of like that a little bit like in the 80s or something like there was a big trade there was a big trade moment like where everyone's yeah. going to trade school and people start going to college and then it kind of flipped on its head and people start going to college so i think it's gonna flip again i don't think i think for the next like good little while um yeah. people are gonna maybe like not go into college and then we're gonna be missing like those business planners and those engineers and then everyone's gonna go back to college it's gonna just yeah. keep it's back that makes sense yeah because you're gonna always need those people and there's always people that are minded like like their brains things like that and obviously like if you're a doctor i if you're my doctor like i want you to be in med school like type of thing like i don't want a doctor that just like went on youtube and looked it up like oh no for sure yeah absolutely (laughs) but like our like occupations are different and we are able to do that and learn that way and that's really great to think about yeah no for sure i totally i I totally agree with that i just yeah i don't know man (laughs) just wasn't for me i wasn't cut out for it yeah i think sometimes the other thing that i experienced was people thought i was flaky like there was a period of my life where i just hopped because i didn't know right what i wanted to do and then um i like had some people say like like it just seems like you keep hopping And, and i just said like i just don't know like what i want to do and um just like depending on like the Lord and just like praying about it because I was just like I don't know what I'm doing so it's fine um but um yeah and then you find exactly what you're looking for which is photography for me and that's really cool to see and it's just like I think there's so many there's so many stories like I read I listen to the how I built this podcast and like it's like a lot of the times it's the same story of like you just know like you have like this talent or something like that and you don't know how to start it or you start it like out of your bedroom or something like that and you like just hop jobs for a while and then eventually it leads to something and it's just really cool to see that yeah no it, it, i mean it absolutely is. i probably too like all the hopping like probably you know prepared you for yeah that's that like, i did the exact same thing like we, <laughs> there's a lot of similarities like i, I jumped around multiple jobs but it's like it kind of brings you to where you are, you know what I mean? Yeah, and exactly. Like, yeah, like you got experience that you weren't going to get unless you were doing that. And it's kind of funny. I don't, like, I think it's interesting that in a lot of societies, like if you go to college, like a lot of people expect you to go to college for four years uh, and try to figure out what you want to do. Or well, maybe you work a part-time yeah. job to like help pay for whatever. But like if between 18 and like 22, 23, if you hop around job, right, you're considered flaky, kind of like what you're saying. But it's yeah. like, like you know the people that are in college like they're they don't know what they want to do either you know what i mean and they're <laughs> they're trying to figure it out in a class. like it's just yeah. different means of figuring it out exactly um, and at least yeah. this way you're not going into debt and you're actually like making a little bit of money versus yeah, you know, yeah. yeah coming out with 80 grand in debt and yeah <laughs> uh, that's a lot like i still i mean i'm still paying for my like my loans i got for two years of college <laughs> oh yeah. yeah bro yeah i I told it's kind of funny. So uh, I don't know. I don't want to give like people's there's people that are close to me that are very much so into college planning. Like their kids are going to college. They're going to have a college fund like this down the third. And that is fine. Like, you know, to each their own, do your thing. I will not pay 
Like my kid, if they want to go to college, they are going to community college. They are not going to Stanford across. If they want to go to Stanford, they better get uh, like a scholarship. Like it's not coming out of my wallet. That's an insane amount of money. Like the fact that people like I know a girl personally graduated with college and she had like a regular ass degree. Like I think it was a like it might have been like a communications degree or whatever degree. And she had a hundred thousand dollars in debt. (gasps) It's just like, gosh good night like it's insane (laughs) like she's gonna be paying that off till she's dead you know yeah yeah that's crazy yeah I I mean my parents didn't pay for college and I mean at the time it was I was just I mean they helped a little bit let me take that back they helped me a little bit but I still had to pay um certain things and then obviously like the loans I had to pay off but that honestly was really helpful as well in like budgeting and saying hey like I need to pay this um I worked like at a farmer's market and just like that was literally where all my money went like I remember Mm -hmm. there's one time that I had like nine dollars in the bank and my friends wanted to go to the diner down the street and I got like a piece of toast (laughs) (laughs) but it really like was helpful like some humble beginnings yeah (laughs) I'm just like I gotta pay so (laughs) right it was funny yeah, it's yeah, no. I mean, my sister. I mean, I get it too. Like investing in yourself. Like my sister Hannah. She um, she took out loans. She got her master's in cybersecurity, but mm-hmm. like she's That's like awesome. a VP in New York City. You know what That's I mean? So like, cool. like yeah, it worked out for her. Like, so yeah. if you're gonna do it, like do it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not bashing people that do it. Like, oh, no. if you if you want to, ch- you know, choose your lane for sure. I just yeah. I prefer to choose the lane like where I don't go into debt. Yeah. And if I am gonna go into debt, like the reward you needs to be. It big yeah Yeah. like the reward needs to and it worked out like for my sister it totally worked out so yeah i totally agree she's doing her thing that's awesome yeah you have something to go you have somewhere you got to be in eight minutes so i'm not gonna hold you um (laughs) you gave me your uh piece of advice um tell everybody i'm gonna put this on spotify um and i'm gonna make a little intro i'm gonna figure it out probably the next couple weeks but uh tell everybody how they can find you on instagram and whatnot um, so my Instagram is at Tales and Trees, Tales, uh, at Tales and Trees Photography. Um, Tales is in stories, um, so T-A-L-E-S. Um, and then uh, my website is at is www.talesandtreesphotography.com. There it is. Wedding mm-hmm. photography. Are you booked for this year? Are you done? You're not taking any more, right? Um, so my associate shooters are taking more, but I'm booked. But 2022 is still open, so. How many do you have for 2022 now? I have 16. Good lord. And my cap for myself was 15, but I might open it up a little bit more. <laughs> you might take a couple more. Yeah, probably till 20. Right. <laughs> I got you. Well, Kat, I appreciate you coming on. It was great talking to you. I know it was great talking to you too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. Keep, keep me updated with life and whatnot. I hope to see you soon. I appreciate everybody listening. Bye. <laughs>